When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. PJ Glasser, Ken Barkley, You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM. Couple segments left to go on the show, and then we'll send it off to Bet MGM tonight, which kicks off 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Nick Ashu, Trista Crick, Ken and I on Sirius Channel 160, Sirius XM 205. You can listen to us for free on the Odyssey app as well if you want to listen. If you want to watch us, we are streaming on twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports. It's been a great show going through Locketology, our second edition. Gone through uh, all three of the regions so far. We have one left. Houston, the one seed in uh, in Moron Island over here, our final region. We discussed Clemson as an interesting team. Florida, I completely agree with you on as well. Really high ceiling for them. Really good guards. Uh, they they're deep with their. They play like four big men as well. So they're an intriguing team. Um, Duke, Marquette, BYU. Can they appear to be very trendy, especially that win after Kansas? Like. Either of those three teams on the bottom half of this region, do you think they could challenge Houston potentially at all? It's a good question. I think of the three, I guess it's close between like Marquette and Duke on the bottom for who would challenge them the most. I, I Marquette's a team that I've really had a hard time figuring out what to do with uh, when we get to the tournament. They Some days I, I look at all the numbers and I go, man, maybe they could. there won't be a winner for me. Uh, it doesn't mean they can't win. Just for me, I won't bet them like a winner. And some days I'm like, man, but they could like make the final four a lot. They're so good. Like they're just short of like winner status. And then I just kind of go back and forth. Like, are they ever going to be like, so like, what what would I do with a team like that? They're a two seed. They're going to be like the second or the third choice to win their region. The price isn't going to be very good. And I feel like I'm just going to have my hands in my pockets. I'm just gonna be like, nah, I'm good. Like I just, maybe they'll go win some games, but I feel like the price will never be good enough. They're just too highly rated. Duke is is pretty interesting and obviously the, the, most of the conversation with them the last week has been about court storming and not about yeah. like is this the profile of a team that's going to win the NCAA tournament they're kind of on this really funny knife edge of profile looks pretty good they're they're really good at a lot of stuff I'm like kind of interested uh are they going to be the hot team late and everybody gets in, interested which they're look Kentucky has like taken that and run with it so far and Duke had a court storming weird kind of controversy. So we're, we're not talking about Duke that way, but man, they like, they keep playing this way. They win the second game with Carolina. They go far in the ACC tournament. That's what it's going to be. And, uh, and then the prices are going to be unbettable. And I don't know, I don't know which way I'm going to go on them from a talent standpoint and like an upside standpoint, I guess would be the right way to put it. They, they are like an interesting like they're one of the few teams that can get to winner status probably by the end of the season that there, there aren't a lot. Like if it, if it's like, so here, here's a question I'd ask you. So in this region, uh, I would pick Houston to win. 
but like I if I but if I had to pick someone else, I would probably pick Duke. My question yes. would be if you if you had to pick and this I, I'm good on the region if you have anything else. If you had to pick a non one to win the title, who would your first like if we had a draft of non number one seeds in this projection, they who would you pick to win the championship? So you can't bet you can't pick Purdue, you can't pick UConn, you can't pick Arizona, uh, and you can't pick Houston. Um who would your first draft pick be? That's like that's like an impossible question for me right that now. That is, it's uh, a great one though. Duke, it's a great Duke one. would be. I I don't know if Duke would be the number one pick, but they might be, and that's why I bring it up. Who would your you could? How about I give you the first pick? Not a one seed drafting to win the national title. Who's the first pick? Duke would be my number two pick. My number one would be Tennessee. That'd be my number one. I think North Carolina would be my number one, but it would be really close. And, you know, and I'll bring up another team that could be the number one by the end of the year. There's actually a chance Baylor would be my number one when we get to the end of the year for non one yeah. seed. It's I, it's I like, like really weird how this this profile has changed for that. Like I have all their stuff up right now and I go, yeah, like they're not there yet, but man, they're really close. <laughs> like they just some of the defensive numbers just have to get like a little bit better. Not a lot better. It's like actually not that bad. They just have to get like a little bit better. And it's, they're almost a winner then not, there's like kind of nothing stopping that. And that is so, I would, I like, that's really surprises me. I don't think they're going to win, but if we're, I think, I think a one's going to win, but if we're like non ones man, like is, yeah, like Baylor or North Carolina right now, and then maybe Duke. I guess that would be my order. I'll say North Carolina would be my number one pick right now, and then it would be close between Baylor and Duke who would want after that. I mean, look, they got Kansas at home tomorrow. Then they get play Big Monday against Texas, quick turnaround, and then at Texas Tech to finish the season. So, I mean, you're not talking about three offensive juggernauts. I, they certainly could defend well in all three of those games, and those defensive numbers could get even better. Baylor might be another good pick for a conference tournament, Ken, in the Big 12. Now that I kind of think about it, like that's a team that I could kind of see start getting hot and playing really good. I'm with you, though. I I say Tennessee just because we know the defense would be there. um, Yeah, man, you're hooked on this team. This is going to end so badly for you. This is going to be this is going to be tough for you. This year, like you're hooked on Tennessee. Who gets hooked on Tennessee? They're like the easiest one to get away from. I know better. Yeah, I know better. I know better. I know. What about Marquette? I do like Duke. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't Marquette be the first pick for you? They'd be my next. They'd be like number four for me right now, probably. I don't like Kolick in big games. I, I've just watched it oh, enough, okay. I, and I like him a lot. I've just watched Tyler Kolick in in enough big games to know that. I just, I can't get there. See, Tennessee, that's the thing. Connect, we really haven't seen him in big games, but he's one of the guys that I trust, like game on the line. He can he can will his team to a victory. Um, Duke's interesting, man. Like, they got a senior point guard in Roach. Filipowski's a pro. Proctor's a pro. I mean, the freshman that they got's really good. Um, and, and again, like, this is the time of the year. Shire's team, two years in a row. Like, they start to play really well. North Carolina... Like, I get it. I get why you like them. They're probably going to have the ACC player of the year in R.J. Davis. Baycott's been there forever. The transfers that they brought in, they can shoot. They defended so well in December and January. Like, there was no way that they could keep that up, but they're still really good defensively. It actually dropped off a little offensively. Um, but like, what do we do with Hubert Davis, Ken? I mean, 
The guy makes the title in his first year, should have won it all. Then he becomes the first coach of a team ever to be a preseason number one and not even make the tournament. And it's like, it's kind of like the Kevin Ali thing. It's like, like, what is this guy? You win the title in your first year, you come back, and then we realize that, like, you can't coach. And I don't think Hubert Davis is that. I just, it's like we got one extreme on each end, and I don't know, like, what the middle is with Hubert. Um, and that's that's what kind of worries me about Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I think the answer is just we uh, we don't know. We don't know what it is. It's not yeah. certainly not some kind of Tom Izzo level of consistency. I guess we put it that no. way. Um, but it's, you know, like the still made the title game. Still had, like, how? How did Kansas come back in that game again? How did that happen? No, <laughs> it's like, how, does, how did it just, I mean, they looked at just, they looked toast at halftime and uh, Abaji and McCormick. I mean, they're just like, God, Chris, Christian, there's, there's like, there's, I remember when Christian Brown played for the Nuggets in, not in crunch time, but like in the playoff rotation last year. And I remember thinking like, yeah, I could have seen this coming a little bit. <laughs> Not that like, you know, the Carolina game was like the best game he ever played or anything close to it. Like he had other really good games. Um, but just like, I remember being like, oh yeah, like it makes sense that in the NBA, he's like a guy that you actually want at the end of a game just because like he was on a championship team and looked like McCormick mm-hmm. was the star of that game and, and played really well down the stretch, made like the dagger bucket. But uh, but I remember that tournament run, not much, not as much the final watching Christian Brown being like, oh man, yeah, it's like pretty good. Uh I don't know. That's the first. The first pick after the ones is interesting, but I think where, where I land on this PJ, and then we can do Saturday after this if you want, because we have we have some openers coming out for some of the games. Mm-hmm. If we're thinking that hard, if it's that tough to think of like who the number one pick is among non one seeds, then and I, you know people listen to the show, I think know this too. Like I, I'm you know we've done how many tournament shows have I done? I'm not I'm not Mister Pick the One Seeds. I'm not Mister like it's got it has to be the best team. Like it can be somebody else. There's usually someone else. Last year UConn UCLA were both non ones, and uh, I just don't see it. I just uh, I don't. It's actually a it's a stretch for any of the teams that we talked about that aren't on one. It's I think Purdue's not going to win. Like I mean, it's not even just it's the ones. It's three of the ones I think can win. It just feels so impossibly top heavy right now, and uh, and I'm curious if that changes in the next couple of weeks. The year when it was Gonzaga Baylor in the national championship, and it was so yeah. evident that those two teams. Does it kind of feel like that? where it's like not two, but necessarily three and the gap between those three or four and like everybody else is like, you can't really envision a championship game where like two of the three aren't represented. So I think yes and no, right? Yes. In that, like, I, I think there are three teams. And if you gave me those three versus the field at a reasonable price, I would, I'd bet it every time. So in that way, yes. And that year, Gonzaga and Baylor were the two best. They didn't get to play each other in non-conference because of COVID. And then like they they finally mm-hmm. got to play in the title game. And they were by far the two best teams. Where The only way I disagree is like, both those teams seem better than all these teams. <laughs> like they just, yeah, like they that, that Gonzaga team and that Baylor team. It's this year, it's almost like, well, the other teams are so bad. And that year, I felt it was like those two were so good. And there were other really good teams, but they were just, they were both monsters. UConn's the only team this year that I'd even like take in, not even that I'd bet them in a game against either of those, where I'd be like, it'd be close. I feel like Mm -hmm. both those teams would just truck these teams, honestly. Like, well, I mean, Houston saw Baylor in the, in the final four that year. And like, that didn't, that, that didn't go good. (laughs) Like that was, that was no good. Um, and like, is there, is it really that much different? Uh, UConn, just because of the talent, I guess, would 
maybe have a shot against both of those. I don't think Arizona would. Houston, maybe. Purdue, no way. Uh, nobody, nobody else. So that's the only way I disagree is just it's almost like an insult to how good those the, in, in college basketball history, how good those teams were. And uh, yeah, it just like <laughs> that's just the level of talent on both those rosters was insane. And then the fact that Baylor just absolutely just worked them in the in the title game was was really crazy. Yeah. No doubt. All right, so Ken and I both like Houston there in the Final Four in the Final Region. A lot of great stuff there in Locketology. You missed any of it, of course, go check out the You Better You Bet podcast presented by BetMGM. We got a loaded slate tomorrow in College Hoop. Five games involving ranked teams. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Starting at noon Eastern with Florida, South Carolina, and ending 10 o'clock Eastern time with Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Ken, as you mentioned, some of these lines are starting to drop. So yeah, uh, yeah, let's let's talk about some of these games and maybe can find some plays that we like. Yeah, sure. So I'll like, you mentioned a couple games already, so I, I could, we can kind of play this as like, tell me what you're interested in. I'll tell you how the market's formed already. So Florida, South Carolina is the earliest of the games that's ranked, ranked, I think. And then I can do Kansas Baylor after that. So Florida, mm-hmm. South Carolina has opened with South, uh, South Carolina hosting the game. Uh, South Carolina has opened a two point favor with a total of 145. Does that does anything about that surprise you? Does that make you want to bet anything? It doesn't. I'm not surprised that South Carolina is a small favorite. Um, 145 seems a little low. I, I would think that maybe that total would be a little higher just with the way that Florida can score the ball. Um, South Carolina is a funny team, Ken. Like, I've really tried to fade them a lot here in the second half of the season. They're just one of those teams that they just keep finding ways to win. Like, all these games that they really shouldn't win, they shouldn't cover, they just continue to win. Um Florida though is 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 the better team and they're and they're playing really well. I mean, if you're giving me a team that I think is clearly better and clearly talented plus the points, I would I would probably go with the Gators. I do think this is a great game to bet live though. When we get games like this where the spread's really close and I think that and I don't think either team's going to get blown out. I think South Carolina being at home will keep it close and I think Florida just being the better team will also keep it close. So Maybe you just wait and bet this game live. You can get a Florida plus like eight and a half, nine and a half, something like that. South Carolina plus six, seven and a half. I think those are great options. If I had to bet the game though on the original line, I would I would lean towards the Gators. Okay, let me uh, let me give you Kansas Baylor, and we can at least do that going into the break. And we'll do bets for tonight after the break. Uh, we can do a couple other Saturday games too. Uh, Baylor and this this was like almost exactly the opener that I think I Nick and I did this game yesterday. Baylor's open four and a half at home against Kansas. And total 145, so same same total as what we got with Florida, South Carolina. Surprised to see Baylor in that range. I'm always surprised to see Kansas as a dog like this, but I, it makes sense given yeah. how the teams have played. It does, and McCullough's not going to play. I will tell you, though. Getting Definitely not going to play? Off- I thought it was. I, I thought it was like murky. I thought it was like maybe he's going to play. We did. I looked at. I looked this up this morning again. I thought it was like. I. I think he's not going to play too. But I don't think it's like a done deal yet. Just to be clear. Okay. Yeah. Well, certainly if he does, I'd really like Kansas in the game. Either way, I kind of like him. Getting Bill Self off off of a home loss is is pretty attractive to me. I'm not going to lie. Just like he's not in right. that spot often. You know what I mean? It's like how many times does Kansas lose at home? Not. Not. Not a lot. Um, and for all the good things that we said about Baylor and all the bad things we said about Kansas, like this is just one of those like rah-rah spots where you just kind of rally the troops. I feel like all of these games that these teams have played over the last couple of years when like now that Baylor's really gotten to like national relevancy, 
Kansas seems to always play them really well in Waco. Um, and getting them off that home loss, I just think it's a good spot. So I would lean Kansas plus the points there as well. We'll go through a couple more of the games, wrap up the show, give out some best bets. You better you bet presented by BetMGM. PJ Gla- uh, Glasser, Ken Barkley. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.